Hi, thank you so much for tuning in to our Stolen Lunches podcast, where it is time for us to steal away and be fed by God. Now, if you want to tune in to any of our virtual Bible studies, you can by logging on to stolenlunches.org. But for right now, let's dive in. We're going to talk about like hope and faith. Um, hope maybe we can get to grace. I don't think we'll make it there. Um, but we, we want we won't hold you long today. So <laughs> we won't be before you long. Come on, but, man. Give us everything. We want it all tonight. We ain't right. want it all. Give it all. Come on. So, oh, so we got the hungry people on yeah. here tonight. Come okay. on, Pat. Come on, man. Feed us. You know, I like to say, we're going to treat you like Holly Berry exes. We're not going to hold you long. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I've never heard that before. You never heard it. Holly Berry. Oh, yeah, we're not gonna hold you long. Yes. yes. Yeah, you better preach your preaching already. We're not even passing the plate tonight. You know what Come I'm on saying? now. <laughs> All, right, All right. All right. So let's look at Proverbs chapter 21, 29, verse 18. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18. And we're going to start off talking about um, hope. Um, you can also call it vision. Um, any, of, any of those two words, I think, will, 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 will work or relate. So Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18, I'm in the CEB, and I'm going to read the LEB version. It's a lot of uh, versions out there. But where, where there is no vision, the people get out of control. Mm. But whoever obeys instruction happy is he so i'll read it again he said where there is no vision another uh version says people lose restraint and but whoever obeys the instruction happy is he so i think he's really saying you know when you have a vision even especially when you have a vision from god and you hold on to that instruction there's some happiness there's some fulfillment that comes as a result of that even when things don't necessarily look the way the vision says, when you know you have an instruction, when you know you have a motivating something that God has put in your heart to do, a motivating desire or a vision or hope, he says that there's a happiness, there's a fulfillment that comes there. Um, another version said, when there, when there is no prophecy, mm. the people cast off restraint. But as for he who guards instruction, happy is he. So, prophecy i want to just pause right there and talk about the prophetic the prophetic prophecy so i like i like the way he said that because you could say prophecy or vision right mm -hmm. but we're talking about like a prophetic word that is in your heart maybe you've been given a prophetic word so i want to get just have a little bit of testimony time has it has anyone had a word from god or a prophetic word over their life from them that you heard or someone gave to you have you ever had that come true? Have you seen the fulfillment of that of that thing? Yes. yes. Actually, uh back in high school, um <laughs> we had like three people told me that I was gonna marry my husband. Now we've been knowing each other since high school, mm -hmm. and it was also a friend and two other adults told us that we were going to be married. I was like, nope, we good. We are friends. He yeah. all right. Um, but graduated high school, five years later, we started dating. A year later, we married. So yes, uh, they, yeah, they, so they prophesied who I was going to marry. And actually, 
It wasn't on. I mean, it wasn't on my list. He wasn't wow. on my list, but wow. they prophesied. They called it. Wow! Actually, Tony was telling people to go around telling you. Uh, no, I, I don't doubt that. I, I believe that story. Go <laughs> <laughs> tell her I'm a Mary. Yeah. yeah, it's a word from the Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Ty. Ty said he got one. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Ty. Go ahead. I got so many. I think there's been several times in our life that yeah. um, people have given us a word, and we might didn't believe it in the beginning, but um, we saw it come to pass, and it was like, okay, God, I know that was you. Uh, I got so many. Well, choose one. We ain't got um, time to wait. So my pastor told me that I was actually going to marry Jacinda. Even before, you know, we even started dating. I was just speaking. I had a meeting with him. And I was speaking so highly of her. And he said, that's going to be your wife. And he pulled out his <laughs> wallet and said, I'll pay for the marriage license right now. What are we waiting on? Mm. I said, man, she don't even like me. What <laughs> <laughs> wow. God? Wow, it was wow. not love at first sight. Wow, wow. Um, mine, mine, I, I felt like God spoke to me and told me that there was a book in me, and I would always start to write, and I would have no idea what to write about. It would just be a blank canvas all the time for years. Yeah. yeah. And then lo and behold, as you go through certain things in your life in different seasons. Um, it was really at the worst part of my life that I, I finally was like, I have a story. Mm. And next thing I know, a book was birthed. Mm. Wow, that's mm. good. That's so good. Mm. That's good. Yeah, you got something? I was going to say the two, two, two. Okay, yeah, go ahead and share Man, that's this good. is kind of crazy, y'all. Yeah. So I've been seeing the numbers two, two, two for like, how long? Probably been like a year. Like a year, yeah. maybe two years or yeah. something like that. So I just kind of feel like uh, I've been seeing 222 and 1222. So I actually got two testimonies of, of just seeing these numbers. Like every day, exactly at 222, I would look at my phone or see the time and just, just all these, it just, I mean, the gas station, it, it just will be everywhere. A price on my receipt, 222. So today I got a job offer for the range Ooh, I wanted. And guess God. when they want me to start? On 222. <laughs> <laughs> and that is oh, also my oh, birthday. 222. February 22nd is my birthday. Yes, Lord. Yes. So it's just absolutely mm -hmm. crazy. Like, yes, I yes. just feel like God has been speaking those numbers to me. And then even the 1222, Terrence and I are finally, we, we bought a house. We're getting a house built. Come on. Uh, our yes. date that we got approved was 1222. Come on now. So I just feel like, I mean, numbers, like, come on. Like, mm -hmm. I just feel like God was just speaking those numbers to me. And it was like, I know what the heck this means, you know? Yeah, I'm all yeah, looking up yeah. scriptures, like what verse yeah, is 220? Yeah. I didn't even know, you know, but um, I just starting to see manifestation of like God was speaking to me. And I mean, I'll be discouraged sometimes, especially in the job search, because, you know, I have a part-time job right now. And somebody prophesied to me about this job that I was going to be surrounded by children. So I am truly surrounded by children yeah. at my part-time job. And when I realized that, 
called the person who prophesied that. I was like, man, you literally said that I would be surrounded by children. And here I am working at this aftercare program. And these kids are all around me. Because, you know, at the time, there was, I had no, like, there was no, like, evidence of that. So mm-hmm. I just want to share that with y'all because God will speak to us through many ways, you know, numbers. <laughs> A picture. 222 kids around you. That's all I want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 22 kids. Are you speaking to me? Yeah. A job, the house. I'm about to go play the pick three and use the number. <laughs> yeah, two, two, use two, two, two. <laughs> Promise to my head. Yeah. <laughs> my time. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a great testimony. I like that. That's good. Thank that's you. Good. Thank yeah. you. So that was my. Anybody else had yeah. a testimony okay. about a prophetic word or God speaking to them? Because it's encouraging. Y'all better share. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have one for sure. So, yeah, so I I was going to share. So this is on the other side where um, we were having a Bible study and some friends were here and we get I I gave someone a prophetic word. um, And then about a month later, I had no clue. It was something about a suitcase and traveling. And it seemed very weird to me, you know, what I was saying (laughs) at the time. But I just said, well, I'm just going to say what I feel God is putting in my heart. And so I prophesied about this suitcase and traveling and and him uh, him and his wife and um, he he got with me about a month later and he said he said what you prophesied about um, about that suitcase he said that was related to ministry and he said there was a suitcase that I had to take right after that that I got assigned to take to a missionary in some other country had so had there. a bunch of bibles or something like it was it was this crazy thing that happened and it, it the, so I realized that it came true right the prophecy was 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 accurate so when I feel like I'm doubt I'm doubting hearing God I feel like I man you know is God really speaking to me that could just be me right or whatever then I look back on those things and I am encouraged by those things. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I can look back and say, God, if you did it then, you'll do it here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, God, you are consistent. You're faithful even when I'm not faithful. And you've spoken before. You'll speak again. And so I can trust you in that. So that always helps me. You know, even th- even words that people have given that have not manifested yet over my life. You know, I, I hold on to those things. I look at those things. Things God has shared with me. And they <laughs> encourage me for the future and for what is to come. Um, because, you know, sometimes we get discouraged. You look around, you, yeah. if you look at your circumstances of where you are, I'm telling you, it will discourage you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you have dreams of doing anything better, um, the enemy will tell you, well, look at where you at. You ain't, you ain't doing that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know how he is, you know, yeah. he come at you. What you Liar. doing? What are you really doing? You know, so the Lord has used those things in my past uh, to encourage me about my future. So. That's how I have um, experienced prophecy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good, good, good. All right. Let's keep it moving. So we're going to move on. Um, so that was about the prophetic word. When there is no prophecy, people cast off restraint. But as for he who guards instruction, happy is he. So we talked about that. We talked about the prophetic words. Um, so I want to mention vision and hope are very, very similar. So what happens when you don't have vision? in front of you what happens when you don't when you it's talk about casting off restraint so i want to look at a situation in the bible where a very famous man of god person of god famous king um 
he lost his vision and kind of look what happened there. So let's look at, um, we're going to look at 2 Samuel 11 and 1. 2 Samuel 11 and 1. Um, 2 Samuel 11 and 1. And it says here, it says, uh, 11 and 1, it says, It happened in the spring of the year at the time when kings go out to battle that David sent Joab and his servants with him in all Israel, and they destroyed the people of Ammon and besieged Rabbah. But David remained at Jerusalem. Then it happened one evening. Uh, so you say it says at the time when kings go out, said that. But, for, but David, he was at Jerusalem. Then it happened one evening that David arose from his bed, walked on the roof of the king's house. From the roof, he saw a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful to behold. So David sent and inquired about the woman. And someone said, is this not Bathsheba, the daughter of Iliam? the wife of Uriah the Hittite. Then David sent messengers and took her and she came to him and he lay with her for she was cleansed from her impurity and she, she returned to her house and the woman conceived. So she sent and told David and said, I am with child. Mm. So that this is the story of David, right? He's on the roof of his house. He's out there chilling. You know, he's relaxing. He, he, he's supposed to be at the battle, right? David is supposed to be fighting on the battlefield in war, but he's on the top chilling. And guess what? He lost his vision. And what happened? He got distracted. And he saw Bathsheba, right? Mm -hmm. And that took him down a whole route he didn't want to go, mm -hmm. where he ended up, um, she had a child. And then there was prophesied that the child, you know, the child died. Um, one of David's children died. And then he got up, he went and had Uriah, Bathsheba's husband, killed in battle, right? He did all of this to cover up what he had done, right? And then uh, the prophet came to him and said, hey, David, you know, you have, this is what you've done. And God has found it out that this has happened to you, right? And so now he's got this thing hanging over him. Even though he was a man after God's own heart, he got distracted from the vision. So I just wanted to say, the question I had here is anyone have testimonies about distraction in their life, right? You had a word from God. You had a vision from God. Uh, uh, you know, does anyone have a testimony about distraction? Anyone feel like they're in the place right now that we can talk about? Anyone want to share? So I can share one. I can share one of the So... Um, Shamika and I, um, oh, what did I do? Oh, did you log off? No. What did I do? Can you guys still hear us? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> there we go. So we, um, had a vision to do, uh, some Bible studies and, um, we, we had been doing the Bible studies and stolen lunches and some other things. Um, and then we got off kind of helping, a, helping this other group of folks do some things, right? And so we, for a season, you know, we know what God said, but we got distracted from doing what the Lord said, right? And that took us into some things that now that we look back on it, we say, you know what? Some of this stuff was a distraction, right? Mm -hmm. it, was, it was the enemy coming in, getting us off course, trying to get us tied up into some things that we shouldn't have been in. And then we could have been bearing more fruit over here doing this other things, but we were too enamored kind of chasing what we thought was, was an opportunity. 
And so at the end of it, we learned. We learned so much. Mm -hmm. We learned so much. Like God used it to teach us, but I, I do feel like some of it was a distraction and at the end, you know? I feel like I'm stronger because of it and, and that's all good, but maybe I could have been better without having done all of that. You know what I mean? Could have saved my whole, myself a year or however long that was. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. How about you? Me? Yeah, um, any testimonies? Well, I mean, this, okay, confessions, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my confession. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be writing a devotional book um, and I am writing it. I'm actually so close to finishing it. And then all of this foolishness happened. <laughs> and I mean, like I uh, get into conflict and uh, just things that were discouraging me and um, some rejections. And, you know, I mean, I even started going to therapy just because I had went through so much loss this year that I felt like, man, I probably need to unpack some of this with somebody and get some help or whatnot. Um, but yo, I just put the thing down. Like I put the devotional down and just, and, and, um, you know, I do have accountability. So I have someone that's checking in and be like, Hey, what you do? What, how, where are we with the, and I just got not responding, which is so not me. Like I am a responder. Like I was a communication major guys. So I'm the person that when you text me three questions, I'm going to answer every single question. Like, you know, cause people do that. Like you, you ask them three things and they answer one thing. No, I answer all three things. <laughs> so I was not responding. Cause I was just kind of going through my little funk. And then I had my deadline and I didn't meet my deadline. So that is what made me like, just say, oh, I just ruined it. I didn't meet my deadline. So I just didn't even want to do it anymore. I just put it down. Mm -hmm. So that, that I feel like all of those things that happened right when I was so close to my deadline was a distraction. I mean, even we had like a little COVID scare, like we yeah. was at our uncle's house and they was like, oh, he got COVID now. Y'all better go get tested. So the day that I was supposed to be finishing up everything and then I had to go get tested. And we was in this line for like, how long were we in that line? Two hours. For like two hours, all the way to yeah. St. Pete. So um, I just feel like, and that's one of my devotionals, by the way, just how when you're so close to breakthrough, how the enemy has no new tricks. It's always the same stupid things that he will send your way or just the same stupid things that get our attention. Cause we can't always blame the devil. You know, like what about your discipline? What about your commitment? What about what you said you were going to do, mm. you know? Mm. And so I just know that, um, you know, God, God gave this to me to do and, and it has to get done. So, um, What's, what's the testimony? Guys, I still, I ain't do nothing yet. I didn't finish it yet. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just putting it out there for a cop, you know, like, guys, I put it down. But it, I'm so close to finishing yeah. and um, it, it will get finished. Like, Amen. But I, I know that it was a distraction. Like, yeah. that conflict I got into, that COVID scare, then I just didn't meet my deadline. And you know how you kind of just feel like, oh, man. I messed up, but, you know, I just want to encourage you and encourage myself at the same time that even if you don't make a certain deadline, it's not too late. You know, who said that that's the only time you can do it? You know, go back and pick up those things like even us, like we were going to quit stolen lunches, you know, but we why? You know, God told us to do this. We were distracted. So here we are. 
back, getting it right, faithful. Like, I mean, we never actually stopped, but we are, um, we are here and our heart is here now and we're doing what God said to do. And I'm glad because y'all are beautiful on this screen. <laughs> and I'm glad that we're sharing and fellowshipping together because this is what God told us to do. Well, I'm so. so glad that you shared that testimony and I'm so glad that you guys are so transparent. Many people, I mean, you know, when you guys put it out there, no one said anything about distractions, but I'm sure we've all been distracted at, at some point in our life. But the beautiful thing that both of you said is that God is using the distraction for greater glory. And I'm glad you didn't quit. <laughs> no. Come on now. Look at all the people that's even on this call tonight that's being blessed by this word. I know I am. Oftentimes we have to look back over our life and say, you know, God, what is distracting us? What is distracting me? Is it something that I'm going after that I want? Um, I think for many of us, this season right now can be a distraction. We've yeah. never been in a, a pandemic before. Yeah. You know? yeah. So for many, um, oftentimes distractions can come as something that's unfamiliar. Mm -hmm. But just because it's unfamiliar and different from what we're used to, um, let's not use it, uh, use that excuse as a distraction. Let's look at it as what God wants to do through it. You know, yeah. um, I know. I've, I'm one that could be saying, hey, this pandemic has been a distraction for me. I'm not used to being on Zoom calls every day. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm in the habit of doing things like I want to do it. Yeah. God is saying in this season, you know, um, just because it's unfamiliar don't mean that I can't use it. So mm -hmm. I want to use it. Another distraction, for me, you know, is oftentimes I go after things that I want instead of saying, God, is this what you want for me? You know. I worked 2001 jobs <laughs> trying to get money. But mm -hmm. oftentimes I'm trying to, I'm spinning my wheel. God is saying, you know, I can bless you with the one. Your one handshake away from what I want to bless you with. You're going out seeking all this other stuff that could be a distraction. Don't focus on the job, focus on me because I'm your source. I'm your channel. And I get to choose whatever source to bless you with that I that I choose. You know. Um, so, I mean, that's a distraction for me. Sometimes I spread myself too thin, I'm trying to do everything, and I'm not effective in doing the one thing that God has called me. Yeah, yeah. I can relate to that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Amen. I'll kind of, I'll kind of talk about one of what I feel like can be one of the obvious distractions, and that is this bad blasted cell phone mm -hmm. um, yeah. on a continuous basis all the time. Um, I remember the end of this year, the end of last year coming into this year, I was talking about how, you know, all these people, you know, they talk about how they're going to read the, the Bible from beginning to end. They're on all these Bible apps and this is their goal. This is their mission. And, yeah. and I was on a call and one of the girls, after we got off the call, she sent me a text message and she said, Melody, um, have you read the Bible from cover to cover? And is that how you revealed and found your purpose and I sat there in it as I was sitting in my office and I was like nope and I I remember texting her back and I was like nope and then I thought to myself I've never had a desire to read the bible cover to cover but then I also started to think about how many times do I wake up in the morning and instead of me going to Jesus and instead of me saying a prayer in my bed instead of me you know acknowledging him and giving him you know thanks and walking and lying and gratitude i pick up that cell phone 
and I start scrolling on social media or I say I'm going to go to the Bible app because, you know, we downloaded the Bible on our phone so that instead of us getting distracted by something else, we can just have the Bible right there and look at it. And then all of a sudden we have these messages. We have an email that popped up. We have something. And now we're in all these places. And God is just like, but I want you first. Mm-hmm. Like, come to me first. Seek, yeah. you know, seek me first. And then everything else will be in alignment. And so I felt like the cell phone was kind of one of the obvious ones. And so now I'm super excited because I have a new Bible. It is not on my phone. And I am so excited to read it. Ashley's actually on and we talked about it um, not too long ago. She ordered the Bible. And so it is, if you guys aren't familiar with it, it is the John Maxwell Leadership Bible. It is phenomenal. Um, Love, love, love it. So I look forward to it every single morning. Oh, that's delicious. So good. That's tasty. That's very good. I I add one more. I would love people, if you don't want to unmute your mic, put it in the chat. What's a distraction to you? Um, the more you guys are talking and I'm listening, uh, the more I, I got, I'm coming up with different distractions in my life. Yeah, you know, <laughs> distractions, I feel like it's people. Oh, yes. Yes. Cats are relationships. Yeah. yeah. Cat. Yes. To relationships. Oh my God, cats. <laughs> <laughs> Like what people are in your life? Relationships. Are they? Are they? Ooh, that new bay. That new bay. Ooh. Sorry, I'm sorry. I got excited. Are they in your life to helping you grow? Are they being a blessing? Or are they being a burden? So community is very important, and the people who are in our life. I want to read Psalms one, and it says, "Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step of the wicked, nor stand in the way that sinners would take." but his delight is in the law of the Lord and he meditates on it day and night. That person shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in his season and his leaf shall not wither. In other words, that's saying you're blessed by what you surround yourself with. (laughs) Who is the company? Who are your friends? If you, if you are the best ones out of your circle of friends, guess what? You need a new circle of friends. Yeah. (laughs) So I think people, I'm I'm loving the people, what they're putting in the chat. You guys may want to read off a few of these. My yeah. children? Who's there? My kids are yeah, just they can, be. <laughs> they can be. That's legit. That's Lord legit. have mercy. How many what times? You know, I, I'll tell you why kids can be a distraction. Because sometimes you know you have something you need to do, but they over there on the couch just chilling. You'd be like, I'm going to put this all down and just go hang with them right now. Next thing you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? All the stuff you got to do. I have a distraction. I wanted to write down um, success um, mm. because I found myself in our in our business last year. We would learn from people who have already gone before us and be like, "Ooh, look at how they did it. Ooh, look at how this person did it," and you start adopting what's working for other people. Yeah. That's not how God wanted you to get it. That's not the path he had designed for you. So we found ourselves in our business going like this way and that way. And what I found out is it'll work for a a season. But then the cup runs dry because that's not how he called you to do it. And so we had to regroup, stop down, 
fast and pray. And we literally just went right back to the drawing board to the beginning of what God had called us. And the second we did it, the alignment was so strong and so powerful that I was like, we have, it's all part of the plan, all the experience, nothing was wasted. None of the, you know, the, the, the failed moments as people like to call, none of it is a failure as the way I look at it. But second, we came right back to what he had called us to do, which doesn't always look all glittery and beautiful. It looks like really this. You called me to do this work, but it's not going to work. And you start chasing success and chasing stuff every other way. But we found out that that where he had like the beginning point that didn't look glamorous and beautiful was where he wanted us all along. And that brought everything that, you know, we needed to 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 walk in the the path that God had called us to. So sometimes it's, you know, what you're chasing and thinking looks good because the enemy is going to put stuff in front of you that looks glittery, beautiful, easy, yeah, um, yeah. quick successes, stuff like that. Can I add? Right now. He keeps biting me <laughs> while we're on Bible study. Sometimes you got to put the distraction in the cage. <laughs> And then uh, Kat did have her hand raised. Maybe she wants to share um, after you, uh, Vernell, or Kat. But Kat can go first. I think I did mine after her. Okay. Kat, um, mine was going back to the relationships and just the season that God has me in. Um, literally, if it's not in alignment, he will grab, he will let me know. Um, when it comes down to relationships, it's like my spirit will be so disturbed. It's I'll try to ignore it for a while. And it's just like, no, <laughs> it's such a pull there. So with relationships, thankfully, in this season, he just won't leave me alone about it. I'd be trying to be hard headed um, if I'm all the way honest. But God won't leave me alone about it. And I will not have peace until I do what he says. So um, thankfully, in this season, is that much conviction coming into place. <laughs> um, because if I was just doing what I wanted to do, I would not be being obedient. Yeah. yeah, I feel you, Kat. I, uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes people are assigned to you for a season. And I, I know this, like discipling people, like I had people assigned and I, I know I was supposed to pour into them. But then you have to know when it's over. <laughs> mm-hmm. And not that you will totally disconnect from that person. But when something expires, it could be a distraction to you. Like they, you don't want people to be dependent on you or codependent on you. You, you, you want to give them the tools so that they can go and do what they can go mm-hmm. and do or get to know God for themselves, mm-hmm. you know? And so sometimes you can get people get lazy and try to just attach to you or whatever you're doing. Or, or like, like Jacinda said, somebody showed you what they did for success. So you try to follow that, but that's not necessarily what, God is leading, how he's leading you to do it. So, um, Brunel, you want to share? Um, (laughs) So, it it was um, relationships, but not unfortunately. It's not always a friendship. Um, I got distracted. Um, Four years ago, my parents um, divorced. After 35 years of marriage, they divorced. And I got myself so input in their issue and trying to help them and, and try to be the mediator and um, trying to make sure my brother was okay, that I got all in their feelings and all in their work and all in their stuff that I neglected myself, where I ended up having, I ended up having um, mental health issues, which finally turned everything back to me and make sure I was okay to make sure that I went back to praying and went back to you know, doing good, um, 
going to church like consistently and, and things like that. But it's sometimes not always just friends. Sometimes it's family because you and you can't just not not deal with family or not, or just cut yourself off from family. Um, but I had, did learn that I hadn't put boundaries. Um, I love my parents. I love them individually. I love them both uh, as just as much. But I had to actually put my foot down and tell them, don't talk to me about each other. <laughs> if, you know, if y'all have issues with each other, take up a guy. Like, I can't be that one. Um, I was literally going crazy trying to um, be the strong one for everybody else but myself. So it was, that was distracting me. Because I've been wanting to go back to school for the last four or five years. But dealing with that took me off of my track of what I wanted to do. So now that I am... Like everybody in my world is, is finally making, having some sense where they know where their place is. I am now back in school. So, um, so it's just sometimes it's not, fan, it's not friends, sometimes it's family. And I think that's harder to deal with. Yes. And to, it's harder to navigate that when it's family, especially your parents. Um, so that was it. That's, That's good. good. I can relate so to that, Renelle. Yes, girl. Yeah. I, I think that. Ty, you had your hand up. Ty Dyson with the curls popping. Yes, <laughs> we want to hear from you. <laughs> so one thing I realized, um, my brother passed four years ago and he was 18. What has distracted me is really being stuck, I feel like, in my grief. And just really being in pain and and feeling like, oh, God, no, I'm hurting. So I don't have to lean in to him. And so I have given myself so many passes not to spend time with him, worship him, because I'm just like, oh, he knows I'm hurting. I get this pass. So that for me has been the biggest distraction and so many things not allowing me to really pull myself up and pray more to God, interact with people you know, be a better mother, wife, all of these things that I've been stuck in this space for such a long time. So in all that, you know, I'm thankful for this Bible study. My mom sent this to me and I'm just so excited about just having a renewed spirit in this yeah. season. Amen. That's, good. that's, that's so, good. so good. Oh, that's a blessing, man. That's good. Um, so I, I'm hearing every, this is, the word was so good from everyone that they just shared. I want to share this. Uh, uh, John 16, 13 says this. It says, John chapter 16, verse 13. Um, it says, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. Mm. So I just want to encourage you, everyone. Um, I'm encouraged by this word here, that, that God, in the middle of a pandemic, he is going to tell us things to come. He's going to tell you things to come. So and I'm believing God coming your way. <laughs> that he is going to show you what's going to happen, and then it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, whatever it is you're believing God for, whatever breakthrough um, you're standing for right now, God's going to first show you like a movie, and then he, he's, he's going to manifest in, in your life. Um, because we have the Holy Spirit on the inside of us as, as believers, mm -hmm. and that's a promise that's our promise from God. He says, look, you don't have to worry. You're, I will tell you things to come. And I'm believing that um, God will do that um, for us. So the, the last scripture um, I want to share, well, I think we'll wrap up. Um, it is um, uh, 1 Timothy 6.12. So 1 Timothy 6.12. So um, 1 Timothy 6.12. This is a scripture about faith. 
Um, and I think it's fitting about everything that we talked about um, um, just now and, and the things that we're, we're um, challenged with. So it says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called and I confess the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. So Shemika and I were talking um, earlier this week and last week, and I, I was looking at faith. I was reading the Bible and I was keep coming back to faith, coming back to faith. And I, I came back to this word fight, right? Mm. So I came out to this word, I'm like, fight, fight, fight the good fight of faith. So I was telling Shemika, I said, you know, I think sometimes there can be a perception that when we get saved, you know what I mean? That we get born again, we accept Jesus, that that it's it's kind of like that's it. Like we're good now. You know what I mean? Like it's all good from now here. And it is, right? But I, I when I look at the word fight, I said, is a fight like like, oh, you're so nice. Oh, he's like, ooh, chi goo, chi goo, right? <laughs> is that a fight? A fight is like you hit and then they hit. You hit. I mean, if you ever fought in school, I you know, I've been in some fights. And wasn't nobody trying to tickle me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and it, nothing came. It wasn't like it was easy. There are times when there, there's, there's an ease to walk with God. But the things that he's promised us, like the, our vision, and um, and even hearing from God, showing us things to come. He's telling, God is telling us that you're not, we're not going to get it without a fight. Like, we are going to have to put our boxing gloves on. And sometimes I know we get weary. But God is like, look, this is a battle. But the good news is you have already won Amen. because Jesus has overcome the world for us. Yes. So the end is like you could fast forward on the DVR, right? And whatever it is, and you know <laughs> that you already won. But we still do have to fight. Yeah. So these things about vision we're talking about, they're not going to come without us saying, you know what, doggone it, I'm going to get up and pray. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm getting up and praying. Yeah. Uh, the enemy is not going to stop me. I am going fast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That that biscuit is calling me, but I'm going fast. You know, <laughs> I am going to do what God is asking me to do in this. I'm going to obey God. I'm going to follow through right in the middle of a pandemic. I'm going to resist the enemy right mm-hmm. when he comes. And we have to remind ourselves that we are in a spiritual fight, not a spiritual tickling contest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we are in a spiritual fight. So um, I just want to encourage you with that and that um, we do, we have to fight the good fight of faith. Um, and so I know that you, Samika just had a great testimony about her job, right? Um, I know she, the fight that she was in to stay faithful, to believe, right? Yeah. Just to believe that this thing is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, any, anyone else want to share a testimony about where they felt like, man, I had to fight. You know, I did have to fight with my faith, and, but but God honored it. You know, in the end, it, He honored it. Are yeah. you in the middle of that of that journey? I see Ty's hand yeah. up. <laughs> Ty, were you going to speak? Oh, I must not have put it down. Oh, Sorry. That <laughs> yeah. uh, Jonathan, bless it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the uh, I think the fight is every single day, especially when it comes with me. I, um, I fight against my flesh every single day. I have to, um, I have to stay, stay in the word every single day. And I have to hold on to God's promises as, as he stated, because that's the, that's the only thing that keeps me, keeps me going because I know that his word will not return void. So if he downloaded something in me or he has given me something and promised me something, 
it's not, um, I know God worked from the end to the beginning and we're working from the beginning. So we may not be able to see the end, but that's where our faith comes in to say, you know, God, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I'm going to show up. I'm going to be there when you, when you do, when it happens. So I don't know when you're going to do it, but I'll be there when it happens because my faith says you have never failed me up until this point. So I don't think you're going to start right now. So no matter, no matter how it's going to happen, no matter when it's going to happen, no matter what you're going to do, I'll be there to see it when it happens because that's where my faith lies. So it's every day for me. Man, that, that reminds me of a, a verse we talk about fighting. Um, Psalms 144 and verse one, it says, um, praise the Lord who is my rock. He trains my hand for war. Mm. He trains my hands for war and gives my fingers skill for battle. So we are fully equipped. We're yeah. not going out there like we ain't got no skill. He's training us for war. We are fully equipped for the battle. And like Teresa said, at the end, we've already won. So uh, it, it's important. What, what tools has God given us to fight? We have the word of God. We have prayer. We have fasting. We have things like Bible study. Mm-hmm. Um, even in, in Ephesians, it talks about putting on the armor of God. So we are equipped for battle, you know, and the enemy wouldn't be, there would be no battle if uh, we weren't a threat already. So just the fact that we are sons and daughters of God, it already gives us the upper hand. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, there's so many things that God has equipped us with to win and to be overcomers and, and trophies of Christ's victory. That's what the Bible calls us. So just simply knowing who you are, that's already half the battle. You know, when you feel that failure and that defeat and those lies that the enemy is, is trying to yeah. get you to believe, reminding yourself of who you are in Christ Jesus. That's already half the battle, that you're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So you already have a position of victory in Christ. So that's where we have to live from and just remember who we are. And um, we, we already won. Yeah, that's I good. see Vernell's hand. Is oh, on. go ahead, Vernell. I just had a quick question. Yeah. So how do we know the difference between a distraction we have to fight for in a redirection, because we might see a distraction as a legit, like we might see a redirection of God trying to tell us to go somewhere else, but but we might see, um, it may legit be a distraction that we need to fight for, or is it, how do we know that's a distraction or a redirection? Like we may see it as a distraction, but God could be like, yeah, no, (laughs) you're supposed to be over this way. Like this is the way you're supposed to be getting. How do we know the difference? Well, I can talk about stolen lunches <laughs> and just uh, following peace. Like I use peace as a compass, you know. I, I'm gonna tell y'all straight up. Every time we'll have, it'll be our turn to teach. And I'll be like, oh dang, we got Bible study. I, I almost kind of forgot or uh, I didn't want to do it. I remember one time he couldn't do it. It was just me and Jacinda. And I was like, oh heck no. I, but man, we would get on here and the Holy Spirit would show up and I would have so much peace afterwards. And I mean, even down to 24 hours of prayer, I mean, just getting to it is like, but when you're in it and you're doing it, it's like, man, God is here. Like, I don't know what's going on before, but I know when I show up and I engage and I'm, I'm present and I'm here, God is here and there is peace here. So um, I, one of my pastors used to always say, follow peace. So I use peace as a compass, you know. Um, and it's funny because sometimes you'll have peace 
and in your mind, you know how the Bible says peace that passes all understanding. So in your mind, you'll be like, well, what, what in the world? This don't even make no sense, but you have peace. And, and I have a little baby example of how sometimes I'll lose my keys or lose something. Like I had some paperwork for my job that I, I'm the supervisor. You know, I got to turn this in. I couldn't find my folder for nothing. And I was looking for days, but I had peace that it's not lost. It's somewhere and I'm going to find it. But in my mind, I'm freaking out because I'm like, okay, if it's not lost, where is it? <laughs> you know, so um, I, I just think that's one thing you can do is follow peace. You know, even like he was talking about the flesh and the spirit, they are different. You know, you might have peace, but in your mind it's not renewed. So you, you got the thoughts and things telling you, but in your spirit, you know, deep down where you have peace at. And, and that's why we have not been able to walk away. Even though we were distracted, we thought we were supposed to be over there. Every time we come here, there is peace present. And you can see the harvest and the fruit that we're now experiencing. You know, God, God is on this. So, yeah. And I think, I think you? too. Um, so I think there are just going to be times where, where we just don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just, we're human. And uh, the Bible says that we see, um, we, we, we see as darkly sometimes through a glass, as it says in the Corinthians. So we don't all, like, we're trying to hear God and sometimes it's foggy. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, all we have is the step in front of us, right? So the, the God, the word says that um, his word is a, as a um, lamp unto our feet and as a light unto our path. So the word of God really is sometimes it's, it's a lamp. We just carrying that lamp with us and all we see is that one, one step. And then sometimes it's a light, right? And we're like, oh, okay, now I see. And so I think in seasons where, like you said, well, it's a, it's, maybe it's a redirection. I think that's where our faith comes in and where we were, because it's not faith if, we're not, when we, if we don't have unanswered questions. It has to, we ha God honors our faith. Right. He will honor us taking it, taking that step of faith. So I think sometimes we just don't always know. And we we sometimes we look back and we go, oh, my God, look at God. You know, like that's a lot of times how it happens for us. And all we were doing was taking that one step that was in front of us with our of trust. You know, and I think that that's that's what you can do. So sometimes I think you just don't know. You just say, well, God, I feel like I'm hearing you say this. So this is what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to step out. Um, in faith on this next step here. And so, um, and that's what I believe is so awesome about our relationship with God. You know, this is an everlasting thing, you know, where it's, it's going to go on for eternity, um, this time of God, this eternal life. Um, <clears throat> so I hope that, I hope that answers your, your question a little we bit. Had, uh, Jonathan had his hand raised. Oh, go ahead, Jonathan. Hey, uh, if I could add to that. So um, I was going somewhere with that as well. But the, um, I think the biggest thing here is, is that the relationship with God, the word says, my sheep shall know my voice. We don't know his voice if we don't spend time with him. Yes. So um, and, and a lot of time, well, anytime God sends us a word or he wants us to do something, we're stopping that. God's word is crystal clear and it doesn't come with confusion or it doesn't come with frustration. It's, it's uh, his word and we need to spend time with them. And when we spend time with them, we know when he's speaking to us. So the more time you spend with them, the more that relationship grows. So you don't have to question that thing um, when it's, when it's happening. It's all, and I equate it to um, like when I'm working out of something like that, I could be so thirsty. And if I get something other than water, it just doesn't quench my thirst. Right. I'm still thirsty. I'm still thirsty after I, if I get a Gatorade or if I get 
um, whatever it is after that, I'm still thirsty. But when I get water, when I get water, it, I mean, my, my thirst is quenched. And that's how I equate it. I can look all over for things that um, I think I need in my life. But as soon as I go to God, I get exactly what I need. And my, my thirst is quenched there. So just spending that, that relationship is definitely key here. Because that's what that, I mean, God communicates. But we just can't go to God when we need something. We got to spend time with God. We got to massage those patient muscles. And that's where your faith grows and God sends signs to you because we're not, we're not waiting on, we're not waiting on God. God is waiting on us. God is waiting on us. So we need to make sure that that, that relationship is, is very, very strong there. So you will know not only when he's speaking to you, but you will be, you will trust him to do exactly what he's telling us to do. Amen. Yeah. That's Amen. good. Amen. That's so good. And you said something really cool too. You said, um, you said it was akin to like, declaring something over your life i think that when it comes to faith and our faith that our faith is our is a lifestyle right it says in romans 1 17 that the just they shall live by faith so it's something that we're all god is always perfecting in us um as his children is that lifestyle of faith right he god has faith in us he's a god of faith right mm -hmm. so faith comes from him from his word so he has enough faith in us to trust that we're going to finish our race and finish our race well. Mm -hmm. And so, cause he's a God of faith. He doesn't control us. He doesn't uh, force us to do what he said. He gives us, he, he, he sends Jesus. He, you know, everything is finished in him. He says, you know what? I believe that you will find the way through me with the Holy spirit in your life and the word of God. He has faith in, uh, and he has enough faith to believe that we will fulfill what, what he called us to do. Yeah. I just, that blow, when That's I think cool. about that, it blows my mind. Like, like he, he could say, you know what? I'm gonna control just about everything you do because I'm gonna make sure you get it right. But he says, no, 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 I got faith in you. So I have faith in you and what I've, what I've declared over you. So then we take the faith he gives us and says, God, well, if you have faith in me to do this, well, I'm gonna have faith in you and in your word. <laughs> I'm gonna trust you and I'm gonna, I'm gonna declare over myself what the word says. I'm going to speak these things over my life. I'm going to, I'm going to imitate you because that's what you're doing. Yeah. I'm going to follow along as well. Right. So I'm going to fight and I'm going to fight with my words. I'm going to rest in faith. I'm going to go to sleep in faith. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to wake up in faith. Like, like we heard on a teaching. So I'm ultimately, I'm going to fight with your promises. I'm going to fight to, to hold on to what you have already declared over me. And I just believe that, that that's his will for us. And um, that um, the Bible says this is the victory that overcomes the world, even, even our, our faith. faith. Yeah. So that's it makes good. us overcomers. Amen. That's good. So All maybe right. next time we can talk about the grace. Yeah, we didn't yeah. get the grace, but we're going to so talk about So that's what we'll grace. do next time. We'll talk about that grace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's grace. Yes. Anybody else have anything else to share or any prayer requests as we close out? This was yummy. Was good. Good, good, good. I good feel words. good. Like I, I ate a little biscuit, some ham, yeah. some cheese. Amen. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. <laughs> See, that Amen. piece is here. <laughs> you have a prayer request, Sarah? Okay. I see you in the chat. 
<laughs> Hi. <laughs> It'll just be easier to come on chat uh, yeah. or come on, come on voice. But I was wondering, um, I wrote in the chat a few weeks ago, but my uncle is still kind of battling with um, cancer. He's kind of terminal right now, but he's getting stronger. So I would so love it if you guys could include that in your prayer tonight to strengthen him and have God be with him. Awesome. We'll definitely do that. We'll be honored. Thank you. Anybody else? Man, I enjoyed you guys. Thank you for tuning yeah. in with us tonight. So yeah. Um, that was good. I'm stirred up. I'm encouraged. Me too. Me too. That was some good All right. conversation. You know, right? yeah. yeah, he's going to close us out. All right. Lord, we just uh, thank you for uh, this night, Lord. Thank you for um, everyone that was a part of the Bible study, Lord. Um, we thank you that this, the words that were shared, Lord God, will fall on um, good ground, Father God. They bring forth a harvest in our life, Lord God. Lord, I just uh, declare, Father God, over each and every person, Lord, that we will hear from you, God, and you will show us, Lord God, things to come, Lord God. Um, we bind the enemy from distraction, Father yes. God, right now. We don't agree with him. We reject his, his, um, his tries toward us to distract us, Lord. Um, Father, but we, we unify with you, Lord. We press into our relationship with you, Lord God. You, God. We lean on the faith, Father God, that you put on the inside of us, the measure of faith, Lord God. Um, and, and with that measure, Lord, we pray in agreement uh, for Sarah's um, uncle, Lord God. We, Steve. Uh, Steve, we pray yep. for him, um, Father God, that you would give him comfort during this time, Father God. And yes. um, you know the desires of his heart, Father God. You know where he he's at, um, Father, in his battle, Lord. For, so strengthen him to see the desires of his heart manifest, Father God, during this time, Father Thank God. You, if that be to fight, Father God, for for um, during this time, Father, give him the strength to fight and overcome, Father. Um, if, if it's just, Father God, for him to have comfort during this time, Father God, we pray for that for him, Lord, and peace, you, Lord. Father God, overflowing peace like a river for him, Lord God. Um, we thank you for um, Ty and Jacinda, Lord, and, and their, um, the team that, that, that's supporting this, Father, to help provide this opportunity um, so that your work can get out, Lord. Help it to grow and expand and reach even more people, Lord yes, God. God. We pray you. for just a hundred times as much, God. A hundred time blessing over Solar Lunches, God, we pray. In Jesus' name, we in thank Jesus you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Mm, that is so good. Thank you so much for tuning in to our Stolen Lunches podcast today. If you want to be part of our virtual Bible studies live and in person, you can tune in from anywhere every Tuesday and Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bible study, real people, real conversation, real struggles, and real testimonies of how great our God is. Just log on to StolenLunches.org.